you need just one great reason to have a conversation with your prospects. And then you can embed that at the end of all of your social posts, put it in the comments everywhere, um, put it in the headers on your Facebook pages, put it in your LinkedIn profile, um, add it as an outro on the end of your videos. Uh, and that's how you can close the loop on that awareness then into turning into profitable conversations. Welcome to Social Post, a podcast brought to you by Meet Edgar. Each week, we bring you a guest to inspire your creativity, breathe new life into your marketing strategy, and get you motivated to take action in your business. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned entrepreneur, you'll walk away feeling like you took your social media marketing multivitamin. Enjoy the interview and remember, what's possible for them is possible for you. And we can't wait to see your success. Welcome back to Social Post, guys. I'm really excited to be joined by Sean from Eloquent today, and he is going to go over some cool strategies for selling on social media. So I'm going to pass it over to Sean, and we're going to get a little intro from him about who he is and what he does, and then we'll dive into a conversation all about social selling. So Sean, go right ahead. Thanks so much for having me on, and I appreciate it, and it's a, it's a joy to be here. So um, uh, I'm one of the co-founders of Eloquent. We're a digital marketing agency and we specifically help uh, businesses grow and acquire customers online. So I uh, started my background in a big brand agency. So McCall McCann Erickson and worked on a lot of big brands like Microsoft and MasterCard. Uh, I spent some time in the staffing industry. Um, I was then one of the first employees at LinkedIn here in Australia uh, and went through running a sales team, then into leading a sales team. So had a team there that did some great stuff. And, and I could see uh, at LinkedIn, a lot of companies were working on their content strategy and how they could turn it into acquiring customers. And uh, I could see that they needed some help. And uh, so here we are today. Excellent. So you've had quite a journey and have been in a lot of different companies and industries and have probably seen quite a few sales tactics. And I'm wondering if there's just a few of them, one or two or three that you could give us that kind of span all of these different career paths that you've been on that you've seen just work for each and every company or industry. Yeah, that's a really good question. So I've seen sales in a lot of different industries. So yeah, I've, it's been when I was at LinkedIn, because it was so B2B, it was a really broad range of industries. Um, I've actually uh, owned and own e-commerce stores as well myself. Um, I've yet staffing is essentially still a sales industry, a professional service. Uh, and then um, we're working with a lot of different companies inside of Eloquent now. Uh, so if I'm thinking about this, like what's working really well for us now, um, and I'll give away some of our secret sauce right out of the gate. Um, one of the big challenges that we had is, so we started out doing a lot of social media and it was um, good at building awareness, but um, the challenge was transitioning that person into a, a sales conversation. And so we tried a lot of different strategies. So we've used inbound marketing and demand generation and paid traffic and leads and funnels, and they all work. Um, one of the things that um, I think is really uh, transform things for our business and for our clients uh, is focusing in on what we'd call a, a time-based lead magnet. So um, if, you, if you've heard the phrase lead magnet before, it's whenever you see a white paper or an opt-in or a download, any of those things are all lead magnets. And it's 
offering your audience a chunk of value in exchange for their contact details uh, to build out your email list. And then um, typically what a business will do is they'll then focus on nurturing and sending emails um, to that person who's opted in to the lead magnet to um, get to a, a sales conversation or a purchase. Um, what we found when we looked at it really closely is uh, you can lose a lot of people along the way between uh, that opt-in, that person who's downloaded that lead magnet, and the person that ends up being in a sales conversation. So the gap between the two um, was one of the biggest challenges between getting all these opt-ins and building your lists and then turning those into uh, revenue for your business. There's this big like space in between and you could spend so much time there. So a lot of nurturing and a lot of retargeting and a lot of content um, uh, for a, a low conversion rate. And I'd still recommend that you do all of those things because they work, but there's um, what we found that was a quite a, a more direct path for us um, and for the people we're working with. Um, is thinking about a, a time-based lead magnet. So rather than a download or an opt-in, actually having a conversation. Um, and so offering your audience a bit of time with you, um, either on the phone, uh, through a webinar, through an event, um, uh, through a, a strategy session, uh, uh, working them through an assessment or an audit or a checklist. Uh, that really changes how you can engage with your audience because you're having those one-to-one -one conversations. Um, you can offer them value if you're doing those time-based lead magnets, you're actually having that conversation. Um, and then at the end of it, it lets you, uh, what we say, sell like a doctor. So if you think about um, a, when you go to a doctor, they, they, you'll go in, they'll ask you a few questions. Where does it hurt? Where does it hurt? Okay, here's the problem. Here's how you can solve it. And so when you're using a time-based lead magnet, it, it allows you to do the same. So you can uh, jump on a call with your ideal audience, your customer, your prospects, um, and offer them something for free that's valuable, that tangentially relates to what you do. Um, so you can give them a, an assessment of their business or whatever that looks like. And then from there, it becomes a, so much easier to transition that into a sales conversation if it's appropriate, because you'll, you'll be, you will have built up a lot of credibility with that person, but also you'll be crystal clear on what they need and the right thing that you've got to offer them. So if you've run a strategy session and they've told you their exact pain points and what they need and where they want to get to, um, it's really easy at the end to say, Hey, like, I can help you with that if you'd like. Um, and so you don't have to be super sleazy and uh, I know not everyone loves sales. Um, but it, like philosophically, if you just think of sales as solving problems that happen to have a budget, uh, it can make it a lot easier. So, um, but yeah, so that was one of the big things for us is using time-based lead magnets. And um, in almost every industry, the, that approach is working at the moment. Um, uh, I'm on a bit of a rant here at the moment, Megan. Um, but and then if you think about social media, once you've got that really good time-based lead magnet, that offer of time where people who are interested in learning more, people that want to solve their problem, um, you can then use that as the call to action at the end of all of your social posts, all mm. of your pieces of 
content, all of your videos, all of your blogs. So you don't need 20 different lead magnets and 20 different offers and 20 different funnels. You need just one great reason to have a conversation with your prospects. And then you can embed that at the end of all of your social posts, put it in the comments everywhere, um, put it in the headers on your Facebook pages, put it in your LinkedIn profile, um, add it as an outro on the end of your videos. Uh, and that's how you can close the loop mm -hmm. on that awareness then into turning into profitable conversations. So it, it was, <laughs> that was a, a long answer to your question, Megan, but um, in terms of sales strategies, just having an incredible time-based lead magnet that um, is being it's super successful. Um, and you, if you sort of think about it, you see that in a lot of industries um, already. So, you know, um, the big four will come in and do roadmaps and assessments and audits and, that's the beginning of professional services sales, but um, you can take those principles and use it in any industry, any market. I love that so much. I have this feeling that a lot of us get stuck in our habits when it comes to lead magnets. And we see most people doing PDF downloads or something like an ebook. And we yeah. think that's the only type of lead magnet that is going to help us grow our list and help us sell to people. But I think this idea of actually having a conversation could be a lot better in the sense that you're pre-qualifying people. You know, if they're going to take the time to actually sign up and consume your webinar or talk to you on the phone, they're probably pretty serious about your product or service. So at least you're getting those people on your email list who are going to enjoy those nurture emails and stuff that you send to them. So I think that's really yeah. wise and a hundred percent, any single industry can adopt that. So that is an awesome, awesome marketing idea. Yeah. So this idea of actually getting out on social media is pretty cool these days because there's no gatekeeper to how you can get your story and your message out there. It's just you directly to the people who follow you. So can you go into the idea a little bit more about thinking about the other person reading your social media posts? and what you actually want to be doing, um, kind of what you want to be thinking about them and how you can make sure your message is hitting your followers at the right time and in the right strategy for actually making people consume your content and convert them to leads and followers and yeah, ultimately it sales. Yeah, sorry, it dropped out a little bit there. Um, but yeah, absolutely. So uh, how can you um, uh, think about your audience and then reach out to them? Mm -hmm, totally. Uh, yeah. So starting with your audience is absolutely crucial. Um, I think that uh, almost the first rule of sales and marketing is no one cares about you. They only care about themselves. Um, so everyone is, uh, is, um, has a level of self-interest um, and that's what gains our attention. And as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as marketers, um, our, it's our job to solve problems for our audience. Um, you know, we uh, make their life easier. We uh, you know, help them be more successful. So our job is to help them. Like that's the entire job of us as, as entrepreneurs. And so when we uh, think about our ideal audience, usually you'll do something like a customer persona or an audience persona. And it's just getting really clear on the person that you're talking to and, and what's important to them. There's a lot of different templates across the internet, so you can download those and find a ton of really good examples that are thorough. Um, but build out that version of your ideal audience. And then you should be able to talk about your business or your offer and your product sort of in, in a framework of I help um, insert audience achieve outcome uh, using uh, process or solution. So you should be able to say, I help my audience um, get this desired outcome 
using my unique thing. And so once you're there, then you've got this really crystal clear statement of how you help that audience. Um, and then when you think about your content strategy and, and what that means for social media, um, all of your content really should be uh, about helping your audience um, move closer to their goal. Um, we, we found that um, one of our biggest focuses is doing what we'd call like high utility content, just insanely useful. Um, because there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot of opinions and there's a lot of blogs and uh, there's, you know, there can be a lot of um, chest beating about how good your product is. But actually, what will get the most traction is just helping your audience towards their goal. Um, and so that's why uh, informational content um, that helps them get where they need to go is what's always going to perform well for you. And it's actually what's going to attract your uh, most interested and desirable customer as well. So if you like looked at your products and then looked at all of the things that or your solution or if you looked at the pain point of your audience and then sort of around that thought about all of the like what's hard for them what's challenging um what questions do they have what false beliefs do they have um what do you wish they knew before they hopped on a call with you um what's a a roadblock that someone you're working with mentioned to you just the other day like what do you wish you knew when you started out that you can share with them um so when you take all of that content and all of that idea and just really think about it as helping them along their journey to get to that place um that's when you're going to have a lot of success because you're talking to the right people about the right thing um uh, and you're that's really going to help build that credibility and authority for you uh and then if you have at the end that offer to a that time-based lead magnet the opportunity to jump on a call jump on a conversation go to a webinar go to an event um that's then going to take the people who are serious about solving that problem to take the next step yeah. So doing that research does seem really, really helpful. And I love those actionable questions. So you guys listening, definitely rewind if you didn't catch those and write them down and see if you don't have an answer to any of them. And if you don't go out and actually ask your community, those questions, DM people who are your followers and ask them, Hey, what is your biggest challenge right now? Or, Hey, what do you misunderstand about my product or brand? Or how can I help you in another way? And just see what's going on in their lives. So you can create content that really does resonate. I think that's so brilliant. Um, so you know that a lot of our listeners are marketers who are not exactly born as, um, or they haven't gone through formal education to get a marketing degree. So for you, someone who is so versed in this um, marketplace, can you tell me what actually, um, what networks are getting you excited right now? What social media networks are giving you guys a lot of traction right now? And kind of what metrics on those networks you guys pay attention to to get the idea of what content is working well yeah that's super interesting so um which platforms which metrics i would let, i would say it depends a lot on your um product or solution so there's there's no one answer um but have a look at your as part of that audience persona just say hey whereabouts are they making decisions um and where are they spending their time and that that answers where you should you should be spending your time um indicatively though i would say um facebook is still super successful um we see groups getting a lot more engagement than uh, company pages for example 
Um, so if you're thinking about that time-based lead magnet, like creating a Facebook group that resolves, uh, revolves around the problem that you solve or you help people with and getting people in there and then offering it to them as well is a really good strategy. Um, so Facebook groups work really well. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of LinkedIn. I, I worked there for a long time as well. Uh, if your audience is in B2B or your product or solution is for um, high net worth people um, or higher net worth people, like LinkedIn's probably one of the most affluent um, and educated uh, like social networks on the internet. Um, and so you can get into um, uh, really great discussions there, um, uh, particularly on LinkedIn right now, that video has been incredibly successful. Um, I'm working on a blog at the moment. Last year I did an experiment. I did um, uh, 50 LinkedIn videos um, in a row, so each day. Um, and by the end of, it, end of it, it was crazy. So I'd had over a million views. I had debated sales strategy with Jordan Belfort, I think we'd booked a couple of hundred grand in new customers. I booked speaking events and it was just the discipline of 50 days in a row. Um, and I actually, uh, we're, I'm about to start doing it again, but I had to stop because we just had too much work. Um, so LinkedIn and just literally my goal was each day, just go on and teach something, just offer a bit of value. So one of the things that we did, one of the tools that we use, so that worked phenomenally well. So, um, high utility content stuff that people can use. And then in particular in a video format worked really well over on LinkedIn. I think YouTube is an incredible platform. Um, I think YouTube is the world's second largest search platform still. Um, the volume of people watching on there is as as huge. Um, there's still <clears throat> sorry, there's still a really good opportunity there to rank for different keywords. If you're creating video content around the problem that you solve, then you can get a lot of great stuff in there. Um, also, we're finding the YouTube um, paid platform incredibly effective. Also, with not not requiring huge budgets. Um, so, uh, Google owns YouTube. So anything that Google knows about someone you can use as targeting, um, on YouTube. So you can be really granular in the type of person that you want to get in front of. Um, one of the different ad units that they've got in YouTube is called TrueView. Um, and so, uh, when you do a TrueView video, um, what that means is you only actually pay if someone watches more than 30 seconds of your, um, video. And so if you think about that like, on other platforms, um, you can be spending a lot on clicks that are watching a video for three seconds, five seconds. Um, whereas on YouTube, like, if you've got someone that's stuck around for more than 30 seconds, um, and uh, you, if you're clever, you can craft your content so that only people who are going to be interested stick around past that anyway. Um, but it's phenomenally good value as well. Like depending on your audience, you can be getting 10 cent views and those sorts of things. So contextually you can go in like a hundred dollars can get more than a thousand people of who are match your ideal audience, um, watching your content for an extended period of time. Like it's, it's a really effective platform. So, um, definitely check out, uh, YouTube as well. Um, the challenge there being that, you know, uh, you do need some video content to start to boost and get in front of people. Um, but yeah, YouTube works really well. And actually, if you make some videos and then at the end, um, at the end of each, it's just as your outro, offer them again, send them to your time-based lead magnet. Uh, works really well. Um, I have it like, so as a personally, I like, I love TikTok right now. So I'm, I'm spending a lot of time on there. It's really engaging. Um, 
uh, I think the other night I told my wife, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've just finished TikTok. Like, I, it's possible that I've watched every video. Um, uh, so there's like really great stuff there. Um, uh, if your audience is there, then absolutely. Um, there's an opportunity to monetize it. For our client base right now, it's probably skews a little bit more B2B. So I can't say that we've um, uh, used it yet. But like, I know that it's got massive traction and people are really active on there. And so for the right products, um, uh, I think that there's a ton of success there. Um, so yeah, look, I think everything works, but it depends where your audience is. Um, Facebook ads won't surprise people. Using groups won't surprise people. Um, if you've got the discipline of sitting down and doing LinkedIn video day after day, like um, you, you will be successful. You can't help but not make it work really well. Um, and then the metrics that you can pay attention to there. So you can look at imp um, impressions on content and um, comments, um, but you will literally have people landing in your inbox saying, hey, I just watched your video. Like, do you think you can help me with this? When can we jump on a call? What do you charge? Like, you will have that just by virtue of um, getting your content on there. Um, and then, yeah, YouTube, um, uh, we do look at followers and view counts, but, um, our cost per view on true view and then the conversion rate from those is the thing that, um, uh, I'm loving at the moment. That's so awesome. I love this idea of consistency on across every network. And I totally agree. I think we spend a lot of time stressing like, oh my gosh, am I on the right network? And what am I supposed to do differently on each of them? When we can just take a deep breath and say, show up consistently, just keep yeah. at it. And you'll learn from your past posts and you'll always iterate and improve in the future. And I'm definitely going to have to go look up some of your vlog content there showing up that many days in a row. That seems pretty awesome. Um, I think um, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, so he was in Australia and was at an event, and it's probably not the first time that he said this, but someone asked whether they should focus on quality versus quantity of mm. content. Um, and his answer was quantity unlocks quality. And I was oh, like, wow. yeah, it's such a, so it's good. such a, yeah, <laughs> such a simple nuance, but like by definition, you can't be good at content creation until you do a whole bunch of it and so once once you're comfortable with that you're like well actually it's quantity that unlocks quality mm -hmm. um uh, it's really freeing to go all right well actually i can go create a whole bunch of stuff and the first stuff and my first few things may not be great but also at that point if i haven't built a big audience it doesn't really matter um uh, because it's going to take a lot of time to build an audience and build an effort and the first time that you put something out there there's not a horde of people ready to tear you down because um you haven't built that audience yet anyway um uh, so yeah that 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 distinction of quantity unlocks quality like it, it, that's actually the thing for me that was like yeah i should go do a lot of this just like i need to make sure i show up consistently it made a big difference Oh man, you can always count on Gary for those good little word <laughs> inspiration snippets. That's a good one. Yeah. I definitely hadn't heard of it yet, but it's so inspiring. I love it. Um, cool. So we actually met because we did a partner webinar together and I know that your team actually reached out to us to set this up. So I was wondering if you could dive into a little bit of this idea of collaboration between companies and how you guys at Eloquent actually use collaboration in your marketing strategy and how you're seeing it work really well for you. Yeah, for sure. It's like, so I'll, I'll talk a little bit about um, Meet Edgar here as well, because so we love the products. We've been using it for, well, since the beginning of the agency, in fact. 
Um, and so for us, um, the particular thing that we loved about Meet Edgar versus all of the competitive products out there was our ability to build out a content calendar based on different, um, so we, we batch different uh, days. So Monday might be thought leadership, Tuesday might be um, and how to, uh, Wednesday might be a call to action, Thursday might be a case study. So we would go do that for ourselves and for our clients and then build in those different funnels. So um, yeah, we love the products. We've been on there for ages. So for us, when it came to a collaboration, um, so uh, partnerships and collaborations work incredibly powerfully for your business because you can sit down and say, hey, who else has our audience? And then um, how can I offer some value to them and to that audience? Uh, so we did that process, but where we actually just started was like, well, what do we already love and what do we use? Because people who are using those things are probably our people as well. Um, and so MeetAgar was one of those first things that we looked at. Um, but so we've had a lot of success. Um, uh, we had a lot of uh, actually marketing clients in the staffing industry. So we've done events and um, blogs and partnerships and webinars with a lot of the big um, uh, applicant tracking systems or CRMs that are specific to the industry. And that's like, had a lot of success for us. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the best way to do it is to think about who else has your audience um, and then think about what you can offer that's going to be valuable to them. Um, so don't reach out to people and say, you know, hey, but can you sell my thing? Well, you can, but it's much better to say, hey, I've got this great idea that your audience might love, like I would love to share it with them. Um, and the easiest place to start that journey is just like, what are the products and the platforms and the tools and the people that um, you're already using? Because um, that's what your tribe uses too. That's what the people that you're working with use too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal strategy partnerships. It works really well because, um, particularly if you're just starting out or in the early years of your business, because, um, big platforms can have thousands and tens of tens of thousands of, um, people that are paying attention to their content. Um, and it will take you a long time to build out the same, but so, um, just offering a little bit of value to their audience can work really well too. Yeah, I love that. Making sure that you're always approaching it in the sense that you're offering that value to the person you're approaching. I think that makes a ton of sense. Well, I have learned so much from this conversation today, and I know our audience has too. And I would love for you just to end it out here with any other marketing tip that you find very helpful for us to take some action on. Yeah. So um, if you've watched that partner webinar that we did, we spoke a lot about using um, different sales psychology angles. So if you're on the uh, Meet Edgar list, you should have it or um, swing on over to the Meet Edgar YouTube channel and you'll be able to watch that there. Um, my piece of advice is uh, if you're on this uh, webinar or if you're listening into this podcast, sorry, you're probably already using Meet Edgar. Um, <laughs> go and choose a day of the week or two days um, and think about what content that you can add there that will lead to a conversation with your audience. Um, and so you can start to use um, uh, things like social proof. So references, testimonials, case studies, um, comments, Facebook screen grabs from happy customers and clients, uh, LinkedIn recommendations, put those up um, and start building out a bank of those that are sitting there in your meet Edgar queue. Um, and so use those pieces of content and then use the call to action from them as like, Hey, if you want to get the results that this person did too, um, uh, love to offer you a free 15 minute conversation and I'll map out exactly 
like the three steps I'd take if I was you. Just something like that. So have a look at, make sure that there's a day in Edgar, in Meet Edgar, in your content calendar, um, when you're promoting something. If you go have a look at that webinar, there's a whole bunch of um, approaches that you can use um, around social proof or um, uh, likeness and similarity and congruency or and all these different psychological principles in there. But just go watch it, pick a couple um, and pick a day when you're going to deliberately ask people to speak with you about their problems. Um, because when those people do have conversations with you, um, some will become customers. Um, and if you can put it on autopilot, which is like the joy of being able to do with Meet Agar, um, it'll make, it's something that you can do quickly that will have a material impact over the next 12 months in um, growing your business. Oh, what a great rounding out circular conversation here, bringing that lead magnet back in, making sure you're staying consistent by using the right tools. And guys, if you haven't seen the webinar before, I'm going to put it in the show notes. So definitely go check it out. It's an awesome way that you can get some ideas on how to come across really well to your audience and how to really motivate them to action to make sure that they're purchasing things that are going to change their life for the better and make you feel really good about selling as well, which is always great to get your mission out into the world. Well, Sean, thank you so so much for all of your knowledge today. If you want to get in touch with Sean, I will put the links in the show notes, guys. Um, and again, thanks for your time today, Sean. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it, Megan. Thanks so much for tuning in and be sure to keep the conversation going with us on social. We're at Meet Edgar on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So let us know your biggest takeaway from today's episode and don't forget to tag us. Visit www.meetedgar.com and start a free trial to up-level your social media marketing strategy today. Happy posting!